to another episode of Sludge Underground. Uh, Daniel, introduce yourself, uh, what it is you do. Hey everyone, I'm Daniel J. Dunn. I am an aspiring pop artist from South Africa, and I'm releasing my debut single, I Don't Need You, on the 9th of February, so please stay tuned for that. And yeah, I'm here to talk and have fun. Yeah, so it's, so the single's coming out on the 9th of February, I almost read that email. And <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah. You, now, what made you sort of get into doing pop music? What was that sort of shift? I saw that your inspirations were like Melanie Martinez. The other one was on the, literally on the tip of my tongue and now it's gone. So I've always like been into like pop music from like the get-go. Like I was brought up listening to like Rihanna, Ariana Grande and all these like really big artists. And I just like felt like, like I fell in love with that type of music. And till this day, I am like number one rooting for all these artists and I just love it and I feel like my voice suits the genre like really well. I could definitely, definitely hear the Melanie Martinez vibe in that. Yes. Um, I don't, I, I, hope, I hope I'm not imagining things, but it was definitely there like musically. No, it was definitely like inspiration likewise around that, yeah. And like from what I understand, you are currently 17. Yeah, I am 17. I'm still in school. I, I'm doing my trick this year, so it's like going to be quite a ride. No, no, I can imagine it's a it's a bit of a wild one, especially trying to do music during school. I've known a couple of guys who have done it, yeah, and that that balance can be a little bit difficult to strike. And when yeah. did you when did you start making music? Is it something that you sort of did from beginning? From what I, I read, that your dad is a musician as well. Yeah, my dad is like a really good musician. He plays guitar. He's the vocalist. He's been in like a few like small bands, like in the previous like for church or whatever. So I definitely get my music side from him. And yeah, I've always like been singing from a young age. I've been singing, and I ever since then I started joining choirs. And then eventually in 2017, I joined a professional um, children's choir for South Africa. They called the Tiger Book Children's Choir. And yeah, it just went up from there. Like that's interesting. You're not the first person like that I've heard of who's either joined a choir to improve their singing. Like the choir definitely shaped my voice, like from a young age. Like I haven't had any like professional like vocal coaching done on myself. And do you play any instruments uh, with your dad being a, a guitarist? I'm a, I'm a pianist. I play piano. I play a little bit of ukulele, and yeah, that's about it. Are these like sort of elements that you incorporate into your music? Um, definitely heavily piano. I'm a huge like piano fan. Like I listen to a lot of classical music, and yeah, piano is definitely one of my favorite instruments that I like to listen to or play. Fantastic! Like I, I wouldn't have expected the classical music uh, from your side. What would some of your favorite classical artists be? Like who, who would you look at in terms of that? Um, definitely. Um, goodness, I've also like gone like with the, all these like. Artist, I know the guy who plays for Elise. That's definitely one of my like all-time like songs to listen to. Like, I just get so wowed. Like, how in the world can you like play that thing? Like, goodness gracious! That piece of music is absolutely amazing, and not necessarily piano-based, but canon. Um, canon indeed is also like one of my favorite uh, pieces of music. That's also a really beautiful. One. Definitely, like, one of my goals this year is to get into guitar because, like, it's so, like, easy to just, like, pick up and, like, start jamming because, like, I really want that. You said you play ukulele, though, right? 
Yeah, I do play ukulele. Is what what type of ukulele? Is it like a the one of the concert ukes or is it like a standard ukulele where the tuning is a bit different? It's a normal concert and yeah, it's really fun. Like I'll even learn how to play Thank You Next by Ariana Grande on it. It was oh, hell yeah. awesome. And then you said this is your debut single. Like, you know, are you releasing an EP? Are you releasing an album? Or is this kind of like testing the waters and seeing what kind of direction you want to go in? I've got quite a few songs in like the vault that I've been working on. Like every day I like try and write a new song or like I try and at least get some inspiration for a song. So I've got a few in the back, but I, the goal is to eventually like release a little project like with a few pieces on. Was this your first time in studio and recording? This was my first time in the studio. I was totally like nervous because like it's like my first time like working with a producer working with like someone who's like recording me so I was a little rusty at the beginning but I got into it like I got comfortable and it was a really gnarly like process like I really enjoyed it and who was it that recorded you was it Mark it was Mark Mark produced the song he recorded me he helped me like do the whole process and I'm like so grateful for him (laughs) like yeah I don't know if you listened to the episode that Mark did with us. I actually haven't. I need to check that one out. I think one of my favorite parts, if I'm not mistaken, I, but I'm pretty sure this was Mark who said this, was having people come in and they're like, no, like, you know, I want to do it for the fame. I want to be famous kind of deal. And he was just like, get the fuck out. Yeah, no, I'm definitely not in here for the fame. I'm here to make music and have fun and share it with the world. It's probably a big part of the reason why I even worked with you in the first place. What was it like? Like, you know, walk me through your experience about, you know, first time in the studio, first time with a producer. How did it impact the overall, like, outcome of your song? Was there a sort of any big changes? Was there sort of a direction that you didn't expect it to go in? How did that work out for you? Initially, the song was, like, going to be just, like, a normal, average, like, pop trap, like, beat. And I went in there and we were like, how about we, like, combine our worlds together and, like, make it this like gnarly mashup of pop rock trap or like what you know and that's what we did and it came out so good like the whole process was a breeze it was so easy working with him i went in like recorded a few takes of the verses a few takes of the choruses and we put it together and mark like obviously did his magic on his computer and <laughs> yeah it came out so so good i'm so happy with it the combination of piano, guitar, and beats, like that hi-hats, oh, it's like literally like an ear orgasm, like it's so good. I did quite enjoy listening to the song, actually. And yeah, like it's really cool to like hear your your views and your takes on it. It's really interesting, like a good producer can definitely sort of change the outcome of what you were expecting a song to sound like. And what are your plans now? So with you going into matric now and then focusing on releasing a song, do you have like a sort of plan to balance it or are you kind of winging it? How's that going at this point? Um, I'm trying to like have a plan, but like I feel like I'm just going to go with the flow. Like I'm obviously going to focus on school, but obviously like at least stay in touch with my music. But at least when I release one more song, like maybe by the end of the year, who knows? Yeah, I feel like I might have to like take a mini break in between. But after that, I'm going to be full force back in the music. Like, you know, you've spoken about, like, some of your your favorite artists. Uh, Do you have any sort of, like, local inspirations that you look at? Are there any sort of local artists that you look at and think, you know, these are the guys that I I aspire to reach this kind of level? I love Lo... Have you heard Lo Um, Obviously you have. But Lo music, oh, my goodness. 
that man's voice is like next level. Like Loiso, Will Lindley, Elaine, Shekinah. These are all artists I like, I've been listening to like, like even Shekinah, like from a young age, like these artists are such inspirations and in how far they've gotten like in the scene, like as local artists, like they really make us proud, like, you know, our country. No, absolutely. And also, speaking of which, like, I was scrolling through your TikTok and I saw you do a cover of a Tyler song. And yes. she's also someone who is blowing up, like, for the last couple of months or so. She's doing so well. Like, I'm, like, really, like, her music is also next level. I love her music. She's also a good example of how a controversy can also just spark, like, a whole bunch of discussion about you and your music. Um, I'm not yeah. sure. I'm sure you you had to have seen that where there were a whole bunch of people from the states debating what coloured was. Exactly, they were like, "Oh no, that's an offensive like mm. term," and they don't understand that like in South Africa it's a race, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the, she was all over the internet. They were like, I saw some of those videos with those discussions that had something stupid like up to five, six hundred, or a, even a million views. And these were people just talking about her. And people would obviously go listen to her music to see what this is even about yeah. or go look her up. That's one of those things where she wasn't even directly involved. <laughs> yeah, no, like she didn't like do anything. She was just existing. <laughs> yeah. What's the what's for your sort of your niche, your your type of music that you're doing? Would you say that the Cape Town scene is sort of geared towards that? I don't have like a specific like like um like audience. I don't have like a specific like thing that I'm pointing at. I'm more or less just making music like for everybody. Like I feel like the Cape Town scene would like my music. I feel like they could get done with it, but I also don't know. So yeah. No, absolutely. I think that's kind of what your debut single would be for. The debut single would be for kind of gearing or sort of sussing out your target market and what sort of, you know, feedback yeah. and stuff you want to do. Like, I'm sure you've got friends and stuff who would listen to your music and give you feedback based on that. Uh, yeah, no. what, what, <laughs> is it not something you generally share with your friends? Is it something that you keep sort of separate from that? Um, my friends, like, are definitely very involved in, like, like, I always, like, send them like a snippet of this like what do you think of this like I ask them like what opinions and like what they think like they're definitely involved in like my music and yeah I love them for that <laughs> no, that's good to hear like I, I remember in the early days of me getting involved in music none of my friends were really interested in music so it was there was yeah. this weird sort of disconnect where I was the only one in the circle of friends who was super into it and especially into yeah. a, a certain type of music. I had to eventually develop new friend circles kind of around that because it was something I became yeah. deeply passionate about. It's it's really hard when you can't relate it to anyone around you. Yeah. Yeah, my friends are music people. Like, like, they listen to music and whatever. But I'm always the one that's like, I'm the singer of like, our, like circle. So like whenever I'm singing, they're just like rolling their eyes. Okay, Jared. Yeah, like, the flamboyant one. showing off. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it, man. Please give us a break. <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah. So you're still on holiday in the meantime, right? Yeah, no, I start school like next week and I'm like so nervous, but you know what? I'm not <laughs> going to stress. Yeah, I'm going to take it easy this year. Like, don't like, op I like saw people who've like been stressing and I'm just like, let me be the one that's going to calm, like be calm this time around, you know? And how did you end up working with Devo? Like, how did you get in touch with him? Is there something through like connections through your dad? Or is it someone that suggested him to you? Because Devo is everywhere. Yeah, no, Devo, like, yeah, Devo's everywhere. 
But I, I, I got in touch with Debo through Mark because he's also like works with Mark. So I'm just saying he referred me to Debo. So I was like, shot. Thank you. <laughs> no, absolutely, Debo. You can't go wrong with that. Like, well, yeah, for no. someone who's starting out, it's honestly he's one of the best bets. Like I've seen that man help so many people yeah. get so far. I don't think I could have done any of this like planning of the release without him. Like this is all like so scary, and he literally like took that weight off of my shoulders. You know. Yeah, absolutely. As someone who's in a band who doesn't have a, a Devo figure, it becomes really, really difficult. And like, there's a lot of yeah. guys who are fully capable of it. You know, there's a lot of guys yeah. who are fully capable of managing it themselves. Um, you know, they have the skill sets, they have the time, yeah. and you know those type of things. But someone like Devo, with his connections, with his influence, with his just his overall knowledge of the scene and how it works. It's just yeah. the sheer amount of different circles he's worked with is, like, unbelievable. Yeah, no, and he does some, like, really, like, he really goes all out when he's, like, working with someone. Mm -hmm. I'm like, goodness gracious, you work really hard, and, like, I owe you a lot. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure Devo has been involved in the music scene about as long, if not longer, than I've been alive. The man's the man's been around. Like I respect his work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's absolutely a, a great individual to have. Yeah. No. Definitely. And then, like, what's your sort of takes on social media and you know moving your music forward with that? You know, there's a lot of you know art, some artists have a lot of disdain about social media being the future of spreading your music yeah. out and those type of things. What's your sort of take on it? Your sort of views. You know, music online and like music in general has like been through like quite a quite a ride. Like from like selling CDs back in the day and like trying to get noticed, and from now online getting discovered on YouTube and TikTok and all these things. It's definitely it's definitely really cool, and it's definitely a really like efficient way to get noticed by someone or you know get yourself out there. But it can be a really like difficult thing if you're not in like the right place, you know. I've just been making covers and stuff on TikTok, and at some point I was making YouTube covers and whatever, and it's gotten some traction. But it's definitely for some people, it does definitely does take a while to you know push your stuff out there. I really think that social media is like a really good thing, and I feel like it's gonna do really good in the future. And I, it's definitely our future. It's, it's already our future. I mean, like looking at your YouTube channel, I mean, you've got 186 subs. Like, that's not bad. How long have you had the channel itself? I've had the channel like since 2020. Like, I haven't been posting much on there, but I, I feel like I should. If you do it consistently, but the fact that you've posted four videos and have 186 subs, that's a good sign, man. There's definitely more videos that I've definitely archived. Like, there's definitely more videos from like three years ago that I've like like hidden because they are so embarrassing like i look back and i'm like why did i do that like <laughs> like wow that that sounded sick and go back and you're like you know what actually i am trash i should never be allowed to access yeah. to the internet ever again but if you want to see my trash videos they're there in a playlist like i put them in a bed i didn't like like completely take them off they're like they're under jared's covers but yeah no <laughs> no absolutely and but yeah. Matt, thank you so much for taking the time to have a chat with me today. In in, in in closing, where can people find you? Where can people find your music once it's out? Um, you're obviously going to release it on all the streaming platforms. Um, but in the meantime, where can people follow you? People get in touch with you. Give a 
check you out via social media. I see that you post a lot on TikTok. Yeah, definitely my main platform. You know, just drop your tags. Yeah. Shameless plug at this point in time. You can find me at Daniel J. Dunn on all platforms, YouTube, um, Instagram, TikTok, everywhere. And yeah, you can find the link to pre-save my song in the link in my bio on Instagram. So definitely check that out. No, absolutely. Daniel, thank you so yeah. much for taking the time. It's, uh, it's been thank an absolute pleasure me. having a chat. This is an honor to be on here. <laughs>